What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good evening, listeners, brave navigators of the enigmatic and the concealed. Have you ever felt the pull of the unanswered, the allure of the mysteries that shroud our existence? For more than a decade, a unique comic publisher has dared to dive into these mysteries, unafraid of the secrets they might uncover. This audacious entity is Paranoid American. Welcome to the mystifying universe of the Paranoid American podcast. Launched in the year 2012, Paranoid American has been on a mission to decipher the encrypted secrets of our world. From the unnerving enigma of MK Ultra mind control to the clandestine assemblies of secret societies. From the awe-inspiring frontiers of forbidden technology to the arcane patterns of occult symbols in our very own pop culture. They have committed to unveiling the concealed realities that lie just beneath the surface. Join us as we navigate these intricate landscapes, decoding the hidden scripts of our society and challenging the accepted perceptions of reality. Folks, I've got a big problem on my hands. There's a company called Paranoid American making all these funny memes and comics. Now, I'm a fair guy. I believe in free speech uh, as long as it doesn't cross the line. And if these AI-generated memes dare to make fun of me, they're crossing the line. This is your expedition into the realm of the extraordinary, the secret, the shrouded. Come with us as we sift through the world's grand mysteries, question the standardized narratives, and brave the cryptic labyrinth of the concealed truth. So strap yourselves in, broaden your horizons, and steel yourselves for a voyage into the enigmatic heart of the paranoid American podcast, where each story, every image, every revelation brings us one step closer to the elusive truth. Yo, back again. We're not stopping. And right off the bat, we got Sean Chris, the man with the two first names. What's going on, Sean? What's good, man? You good? I'm good. I'm good. So we were we were talking before, but I was just like, hey, let's let's just record this live and start going. Uh, there's a show. Shout out to Gabe and Slick this today. I'm pretty sure it's one of his shows, but I think it was called like like just hit record or something. And it's because usually before when you're talking shop sometimes like the cool stuff comes out of that 
And you're like, oh, we should have hit record, you know, 20, 30 minutes ago. So here we, we hit record. And uh, just tell us, like, uh, where to find you first. I'm going to get into the deeper stuff. But where, first of all, where to find Sean Chris, um, you know, what pages to go, what projects to back, everything. You can go find me at killthemockingbirds.com. Uh, you can find me at Kill the Mockingbirds podcast on Instagram or Sean Chris Music on Instagram. And as far as projects, I haven't really pushed it much, but I put it out in 2021. Uh, I have a project called Dystopian Paradise. Uh, the latest single I released is called uh, Own Nothing, Be Happy. You know, <laughs> I think that was a couple months ago when I released that, but I've been poorly uh, at the promotion part of the music-wise. Uh, but now I'm starting to get back into the music as well. Working a couple projects. I don't have any uh, definite titles, but it's going to be in that sphere of like, you know, the conspiracy, anti-government type of uh, mentality. Yeah, and, sp- and spoiler alert, uh, Sean Chris is going to have a track on <clears throat> upcoming Sam Tripoli mixtape, which I haven't really talked about much yet. It's going to more details on that when Sam Tripoli's comic comes out. And and Sean, you were also on a track with Seth from uh, Venice Beach Dub Club. Shout out, Seth. Where, like, where did you run into him at? I, on the internet. <laughs> Just uh, in 2020, starting like, when I started my podcast at first, I was really heavy on Instagram. I kind of didn't, I mean, I was posting them up on Apple and everything, like all the feeds, but I never really promoted them. And I was big on doing Instagram lives until I got my first account, account popped. You know what I mean? I got up to 22,000. They were like, boom, gotcha. You know what I mean? I was like, oh man. like. And we would do, I would do a lot of his, uh, BBDC has a, a live show, Talkie Time. And I've done Talkie Time quite a bit. And then uh, he found out I did music and he was like, hey man, I got this track. He had another track I was supposed to get on. It sucked, but I just was so swamped at work. I was never able to get on it. But I think he I think he completed it, but not sure. So how long you been doing music? I've been doing music for about 20 years, man. Uh, I've been battle rapping. Um, you, you know, you can find my old battles, grind time battles and stuff. Like that. All right, we're going to battle right now. Put on a beat. <laughs> oh, let's no, go. I'm just oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I don't want the smoke. <laughs> my, my whole thing was freestyle. I was a big freestyle. I'm not as big a freestyler as I was because nobody freestyles. My whole thing is like, I, and I think sometimes I like people don't understand that about me is that like, man, I love people. I mean, like I criticize and all that, but like I'm always trying to bring people together. So sometimes like you, they don't recognize the energy and I think they think that I'm trying to be some way I'm not, but I'm always just like, like what I loved about the reason I bring that up is because when you freestyled, it was a cypher and it was just like a bunch of energy. And usually when it was a positive energy, when people are putting it out, man, you can't, can't replace that energy with anything else, man. Yeah, I just don't think that like the high energy freestyles are necessarily like welcome in every different social group because because I worked at a recording studio for a number of years. As soon as I got out of the military, um, I just worked in recording studios, and I know exactly what you're talking about. You'd have like five or six, you know, kind of alpha personalities all wanting to act larger than life because that's the role, and you know. A lot of people misunderstand that as just like bravado or just being like completely narcissist or full of yourself. But there's not a lot of room for like the meager, soft-spoken wallflower rappers yeah. out there, right? Like that that market is kind of cornered by like the four or five people that kind of do. I'm not going to throw out any names, but like there's a genre for that. But the rest of the genre is really about like high energy and and it's not even really like putting anyone down but it's just like keep constantly building yourself up and building these man like, i want to get into like memory palaces because i feel like rap also has a huge overlap of memory but anyways 
like it doesn't really fit in like a normal group because yeah, you are going to be overshadowing everyone at the party if you start like freestyling, having the high energy. But it's not like you're just doing that. Like you would do that with eight other people that were also like you. And in those tiny little environments, when you can get eight Sean Chris's together, eight, you know, whoever, pick your choices. And like they're all vibing on the same energy. Like no one's taken away from anyone else. Everyone's kind of like building each other up. But it's it's really hard to see that from the outside in, I think. It's almost kind of like when you see uh in my the best perspective is like top end athletes versus top end athletes, right? Like you get two great boxers in the ring. Like it's like the other one brings out the greatness in them too. Cause when they're both great, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna lift each other. You can lift up people that maybe not up to par, but it would just be like, but when you already have two great people and they're lifting each other up, man, it's the energy isn't phenomenal. And when you're talking about just stuff with your mind, like I've definitely had my only out-of-body experiences is rapping. You know what I mean? Like I've had times where I'm like, it's it's crazy where you feel like you're looking at yourself and you're not in your body anymore. But I think that's just like getting all these energies out. It's it's crazy what you could tap into. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's wild, man. That's I never even considered what a cool concept of like out of body experience triggered by freestyling. Yeah, uh, because like sometimes when you're like searching for those words. Uh, and I don't know from personal experience. I just know from working with a lot, a lot of the artists. But it's like going to like another place where it's almost like it just snaps, and all of a sudden you've got access to all these different lyrics and and topics that you might not even have access to in like a normal conversation with someone. Like if someone were to sit down and be like, "Now explain everything that you just said in rap form," you might not be able to put it together the same exact way that I don't know. It's and, and I've seen someone just kind of like phase out once they get into that zone. You don't want to mess with them. Like as a producer, that's the zone that you want them to be yeah. in. And it's really hard to get anyone into that zone. But once you do it, like that's, in my opinion, that's the the real role of a producer is to kind of like keep people in that zone and nurture it, know what gets them in and out of it and just sort of like cater to it. No, you're absolutely right. And that's why even a lot of my last songs that I've done, I actually freestyle them, man. Like I'll freestyle like four or five bars. Like I'll freestyle for a while because sometimes I get writer's block, but I can always freestyle. Like I'm not saying it's always top. It's not as top notch. I used to feel very comfortable at saying I was one of the best freestyles in the world. Like I felt like I could compete with anybody, but you have to practice. If you don't go to the gym, you know what I mean? You, you're not the strongest man anymore. So I've been trying to practice a little bit more and get, I think I'm going to roll out by the, by the time the end of the year, because that was my whole identity, man. My whole twenties and my uh, late teens. Like, I was a freestyle guy like that. Like, I'll come in the hoodie, you know what I mean? Be like, oh, he's coming, man. Like, that's all I would go for, man. I'll be like, yeah, I know there's a kegger, man. I'm going to drink some of that keg. Don't worry. But, like, I'm about to, like, set it off tonight, man. That was, like, a whole feel. And it was so weird because um, I don't know. I know, like, people might think it's more stupid. But, like, for me, I never really cared about, like, I just wanted to be the best. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't trying to, like, so sometimes I lost opportunities because, I was more worried about ciphering and freestyling than putting songs together. So I got a little bit late to the game on songs. And then so I am I was starting to catch up. And then like, it, it's just a weird feeling, man. Then you like, now the podcast fear, it's a whole nother world. You know what I mean? That, how to learn that. Now I feel like I'm kind of figuring it out, you know, like guiding it. But it's it's very similar to the music industry, man. It's so fickle. And there's so many different genres. And there's the one hit wonders. You know what I mean? There's the podcast that knock it out, but then they... They vanish. Same thing like music. It's it, the parallels are crazy. What's what's the last uh, like big thing that you're trying to top next personally when it when it comes to like freestyling in particular? Like I want to go. Like you're saying you want to get to like the best in the world. So what was the last thing that you did? You're trying to, to top. Well, like well, what I used to do is like like 
uh, when I say the best of the world, like, I don't mean like competition wise, like, cause I didn't really like, I battle people, but like a lot of those battles now are written and stuff. Like, I want to go back to where I was, where I was so good. Like, I felt like I could just get on the mic and I could do a song, right? Like a whole song. You, you give me a topic. I'm going to go on, stay on that topic. I'm kind of rusty on that. Like, I could stay what word sounds good. Not like just like, hey, you know, like, you know, like the, in filling fillers, like where you're listening to it. And you're going to be like, yeah, right. That's a freestyle. You know what I mean? No way you wrote that. Like, I want to get back to where I was like 28 years old. You know what I mean? At 28, like, because that's all I did. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you just do one thing, you get so good at it. And then you kind of drift because, you know, like from, tw I would say like from 21 to 28, I was at least, I was in the top, man. I'd go everywhere. Like I seen people like J Row from the Alcoholics. I freestyle with him. And he was like, man, like people would give me the nods, you know, DOS effects. Like I did shows with them. They were giving me the nods, like uh, Master Ace, like people like that we would do shows with them. And they were like, they would hype me up, man. They would be like, dang, bro. Like, they would take me aside and be like, hey, man, you got something, bro. You need to do this, 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 that. Now, did I do that? Hey, just come to find out. To be continued. <laughs> Were you ever in a in like a cypher with Master Ace or Dots Effects or any of these artists? Well, I was with? in a cypher with uh, J-Row. Um, we did a show with Dots Effects and then we ciphered afterwards. But they saw like my performance. They actually told me at the time. They were like, hey, man, nothing against your boys. Boys are cool, but you should probably like go <laughs> go solo. So like they were kind of telling me like, "Hey, you got good, sh you know, your music's good, but like the people you're with, kind of not to your par, and it's not playing, giving you any, doing you any favors." But I was mm -hmm. like, "I'm one of those people that's loyal, like till fall," and I'm like, "Never, man, these are my boys." Like, and then like we ended <laughs> up like having fallout, a fallout anyways. But <laughs> we go to the Source Awards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What what uh what age did that start? Did that started to be in a, a goal versus I don't know becoming a milkman or whatever? Oh, like actually trying to do something in entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, man, more recently I would say like, well, I started thinking about it like twenty eight, twenty nine, but I got into some legal trouble, and then like kind of fell off. Try to come back with it, and that's when I was taking it seriously. But it was just such an uphill battle trying to like, you know, work, raising my daughter. Um, doing things of that nature and like trying to find me and I kind of lost like the side of trying to do both. I kind of completely didn't do anything from 32 or 33 until like when I started doing uh, podcasting. I didn't start pick up music back up until I started podcasting and people were Damn, like, oh, until the age music? 33, huh? Why, why that uh, age? You know what I'm saying? It's a sacred age, you know? <laughs> hey, let me do that so everybody can know. No. <laughs> oh, we just we just superimpose that anyways if you don't do it. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just gave you five minutes. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, that's why I, I always think it's funny when people think... Every, I even tell people what's hilarious to me. Who cares who's Illuminati? Whatever, man. Whatever title you want to put on it, right? Illuminati, this, da, 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 da. I'm like, but if they have a good message, are you telling me that because they're this satanist or they're whatever the whatever you want to call somebody like what's the difference bro a good message is a good message man like you don't have to live their whole life <laughs> you know what i'm saying but if they give words of wisdom i'm still gonna use it i think that's the stupid part about people that they turn their brains off of things they don't understand and one thing that i think i'll always understand because i'm an outlaw and i will be an outlaw to the day i die like i think i'm the last in the living breed a true outlaw that like just calls it how i see it man if I'm able to, like, I try to be respectful to people, but like, man, I'm just going to let be, man. Like, I'm not scared of anything, like, as far as an Illuminati or like, I hate when people say that, but like, hey, man, you worried about 
this guy, no, I'm not at all, bro. Like, uh, if Alex Jones is alive, Kanye, what, come on, bro. Like, you think they're looking for me? <laughs> I mean, th- I mean, they've been character assassinated, just not real assassinated. That's what that's what we're getting at, right? And yeah, like but if- I'm saying if you're always you, I think, right? Because they're playing these characters. So I felt like if I just be me all the time, like, what can they assassinate? Like, I'm already like there. Like, I'm like, yeah, I did that. Hey, did you get all drunk and stuff? Yeah, you did. (laughs) What can you do, man? Now, they can pull stuff like that, but what I'm saying is, like, people have good messages. I hear it all the time, like, like people will say, like, oh, this guy's on the right or this guy's on the left or this guy, I think this guy's with the secret society. And I'm like, we don't know any of these people. We can guess. We can show symbolism. Now, there are some people that have more of a track record that we can show some evidence to and we can follow that path and be like, hey, yeah. They may be involved in a situation, but when everybody's saying everybody's this, like, oh, everybody's a clone, everybody, I'm like, everything's fake. Like, it's just such a surreal world to live in because I'm like, man, you're so obsessed with everything being fake or or a secret society. You're not even living your best life. I would rather live like, so I would rather live my best life than know all this secret truth. And uh, are you cypher eating the steak in the matrix, huh? No, no, no. I'm not going to eat the steak. No, I'm all, no, no. I'm cool about like expo- what I'm saying is I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to be trapped in fear. I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like that. Okay, maybe okay, I'm not okay. explaining. Yeah. Like I, I, I think we should expose it and we should give everybody the truth as much as possible. But I'm saying don't let it consume you to the point of nothing's real or life is fake. Like even if it is, you could. Are you enjoying it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, keep keep going, because I feel like once we shut down our happiness and we subdue to the fear then I feel like that's game over. That's how I feel like connection is protection. (laughs) I don't know, man. I I feel like I could live in fear as long as it's air conditioned. Like I'd rather, I'd rather live in air conditioned fear than like balls, hot, high humidity and not be in fear. But what if you could live in the air conditioning and still not be living in fear? I mean, yeah, I mean, but I guess, yeah, false dichotomy. But I'm saying if someone was like, you got to pick one of these two doors. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to be in the door. air too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there with you. I'll be like, yeah, I'm scared as hell too. Bro. And I'll be wiping my head. like. <laughs> so where, where are you at like uh, spiritually then? Me, I believe in God. And that's about it. I feel like every single human being is on their own path, man. I feel like everybody has their own path. Like, and when I say God, I don't know exactly what that means either. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's something that has helped me a little bit and gave me some kind of guidance, whether that's the universe, whether that's God, whether that's something inside of me. I don't know. I can't explain that. But I just feel like we're all on our own path, like to figure it out. Like, how can we, like, that's why I don't really like religion so much. I'm not a big religion person because I feel like, why do I have to listen to some guy tell me how it is? Like, he's like, hey, this is what the Bible means. I'm like, well, what if it doesn't? Like, you know what I'm saying? What if you're lying, man? Like, I have to take your word for it. Like, I, I just think it's like our own personal journey. I don't think I, I couldn't label it as anything in particular. What do you think about the Bible in particular? I think man wrote it. So, I mean... <laughs> it can be manipulated. Like that's one of my favorite movies is the book Eli. And it's just cause it shows like a good example of what can happen. If people like can use people's superstitions or like spirituality against them. That's why I think it's not important to wrap it around the Bible. Like my, it's cool. I think if it helps you like Bible, Quran, like, you know, the Torah, if 
being in those religions help you and make you a better person cool but like i i just can't see it man it just like for me it's like mass following and telling me how to live a life instead of just learning from through experience what about like wiccans or like luciferians do, do you think there's any difference between that and any other religion you already just mentioned i mean though i'll say they're nicer like I don't know, <laughs> they seem less judgy <laughs> <laughs> and that might not be the politically right answer, but it's true, man. I know like now I did have a couple of friends that are atheists and sometimes it'd be annoying because it's just like, cause they don't stop about it. Like I'm like, bro, we get it. You don't believe in God. Like I don't care. Like who cares, bro? Like let's chill. But this was like back in the days and they were like kind of doing it as the edgy, like God, bro. I think that's, that's where a lot of it comes from. Oh, the edginess. Like, <laughs> I think so. Like a lot of it's just like you're. They're still. They're still arguing with their parents, even though they're hanging out with you and cutting down on you. It's really like, why are you making me go to church, mom? I think that's <laughs> a lot of what the atheist that part is. Sense. And I've met a lot of Satanists, and like, I don't know, man. They didn't do anything. I didn't die. I didn't burst into flames. Like, <laughs> I, I used to date a, a couple witches, you know, Wiccans and stuff. Like, and they, the one said they, they she put a curse on me at the end, but I don't know. My life started getting a lot better. So when you said you, you dated a couple. Uh, Wiccans, like, wh- wh- where are you going? Where, where the it's just <laughs> like all the I think fish it's are just popular. I like one, like one that I dated. She was like into it, but it was like, like faddish, like right, like it's like a, a girl that watches anime, like you know what I mean. Like that's what I felt. I don't know, man. Like literally, like random one at a bar, one at a uh, work. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like I was like going to the Wiccan tavern. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, let's go find all the little fairies, Re- Renaissance that. fairs, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then they that one did take me to ride. I hadn't been one since I was a kid. And I was like, man, I don't want to go to a Renaissance fair. And then I went, and I was like, dang, there's turkey legs and beers on every corner. I was like, I'm there, man. What? You just then you just end up walking around. Your your hands are just all greasy the whole yeah. time. But that's kind of that's part of the ambiance of being at the rent fair. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but like I don't know, like they were cool. Like I thought that like it didn't bother me. Like it doesn't bother me because I don't know. So who am I to tell anybody? what to believe or what to think. I don't know. There's no way. It's like the same thing with the argument of shape of the earth is like, I don't know. Like I have my thoughts on it, but like, I'm not going to like die on a hill. Like, cause I have no idea, bro. Like, <laughs> do you think there's anything to magic? Like, do you think there's a chance that they were into something or, or were you thinking this just silly in the back no, of your head? I think, no, no. Like at first, well, the one kind of cracked me up because she was super against religion. Right. Which I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't like religion. And she didn't believe in God and stuff. But then I was like, and she was like, everything's science, everything's science. So I'm like, I mean, I believe like, I get it. If you like want to be like in magic and then you're like, this, like how could magic be real? But God, it's impossible for God to be real. That like always baffled me. And then the vice versa that, Oh, God's real, but magic can't be real. I'm like, well, don't you think they would like kind of like cross over? Like, you know what I mean? Just logically, like, if this is supernatural and this is supernatural, then cause and effect, man, like there's this middle area. But so long in my life, all these people are like on these, oh, you can't be this, but you can be this. And that's weird to me. Just like aliens, I always said in angels, man. I'm like, isn't it the same thing, man? Like, I don't know what the difference is. Like if an alien came down, that could be an angel. I have no idea. But people are like, nope, no angels. Nope, no aliens. But then they believe the other. So yeah, like I, I had no problem with it. Like the one I just felt like she didn't really one, she was took it pretty seriously. Like she was like all into. It. I kind of like dug it because like I can respect somebody that is really about like what they're doing. The other one, it would seem like faddish. You know what I mean? Like she was just like, ah, I'm a witch. Like you know, what I mean? trying to be cool or something. 
Yeah, it wouldn't bother you though if like you're waiting to go out somewhere and it was like, hold on, I gotta I gotta burn some sage every time before you had to leave the uh, house. That wouldn't get on you. I got like I've been around that for a long time, man. And then plus I'm probably burning one myself, so you might have to do that to just kill this <laughs> kill the smell. <laughs> when you said you you've been around that for a while, what do you mean? You you grow up I in mean, a like, in a household with magic? Oh no, not like that. But I mean, no, but like I mean, I have a lot of. Uh, I grew up in Southern California and a lot of my Hispanic Mexican friends, like they're a lot of uh, different traditions. You know what I mean? <laughs> Seen a lot of like the sage, but I from like families that either were super like spiritual and burning sage to other family, like super uh, Catholic and trying to bless your house because like they thought you were evil. Like one of my neighbors literally did that when we were like 14 years old. We also used to all smoke weed in this in my garage. And then she would come over and she'd be like talking in Spanish to us and then just like doing the side of the cross, throwing a, a holy water at us. We're like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Putting out the joints of the holy water. I think she's doing yeah. it. When did you start getting into conspiracies? Um, conspiracies, are, I've kind of always been. I tell people like when I first thought about it, actually catalysts used to always ask me that. And I would be like, I don't know, man. And I would say 9-11, right? But. Really, when I think about it, it's when I was younger and watching like Fox and like KKL9 and they would have like Bigfoot stories. You know what I mean? It was just interesting that so many people were captivated by this creature that no one's, you know, has evaded man for a long time. And then when I really, really got into the thick of things was in 9-11. I was a uh, senior in high school and I was like, wow, man, this is crazy, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It like set my eyes to a whole nother level. And I've I thought everybody like, when people were like saying, oh man, did you lose friends because of Trump and stuff like that? I was like, no. I was like, man, most of my friends are like, have always been anti-government. Like, we don't like any of them, man. Like, we haven't been playing this game for a long time. So I didn't really lose anybody because I've really been against it. Like, I still vote, but it's kind of like a, a protest vote. Like, I, I know it's not real, but like, I'm just like, ah, man, maybe one day it will work. <laughs> you just write yourself in? I always pick like a, a, like a, usually a libertarian candidate, sometimes a Greenpeace candidate. I have voted for like Charles Woodson and like other uh, athletes and stuff like or random people I would think would be funny as a president. Like, now I don't know if they'll do a good job, but I'll, it would entertain me. <laughs> I mean, you could do both this time around because I think Tiger King is running for president of the Libertarian Party. So you can Let's have go. a fun vote and a Libertarian vote. Let's go. I'm with that all the way, man. Tiger King 2024, baby. You hit her here first, Sean Chris Cosine. <laughs> You're gonna have to write it in. I'm pretty sure he's not gonna be on the ballot, but there'll be a little like other, and you could definitely write Tiger King in there. I mean, he would have probably some of the funniest though, like uh campaign ads. Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be it would just be declaring war on Carol Baskin day yeah, one. He's like, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much power do you think the president has? Very little, man. I mean, I don't know about little. I think maybe it depends on like who you are and like who you're connected with. How much power do you think the current president has? I don't. I mean, I would say like maybe fifteen percent. <laughs> that's. I mean, like, you're being generous. Yeah, I am being generous, and that's giving like that's just like so it doesn't look that bad. But yeah, I would, like when you go to Obama, I would say he had like a lot more pull like he probably like he's more about like a 35 40 percent you know what i mean where, where where would you put trump at i put him like in that same range like 30 percent i yeah, think who do you trump, think who do you think was running the show for real well bureaucrats you know different bureaucrats that like are alleged to all kinds of different stuff from 
Scientologist to Freemason to a like Illuminati to me is just kind of like Plato. But I don't even think of that. To me, it's more bureaucrats because even if you take away the secret society part of it or like which is I tell I agree 100 percent that like whether this is real to you or not, or if it's real at all, these people believe it's real and they're practicing these things. It's been proven. But I just feel like there are these bureaucrats, these humans that feel or have at least been pushed to a level of importance. And they want to keep that being above people. I think that's what this whole college society is like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm more educated than you. You know, I know a little bit more than you. And I think they keep these bureaucrats right there to block everybody else because then they, they play on the fact that these people love to be, feel superior over others. And they're like, look, man, we're, you don't know how to make the decisions. I'm going to make it for you. And I think that's a lot of like what happens in the world is that people are just like, look, man, you're a dummy, man. Let me do it for you. And they think they're doing the right thing, but they're not. <laughs> what do you think about uh, JFK? I think that pro pro or against for or against the assassination of JFK. Wait, was I pro if yeah. <laughs> pro assassination? <laughs> I don't know. Man. No, no, I mean, but I'm curious. Like, who, who do you think was involved? You got was it aliens? Was it mafia? Was it CIA? Was it Lee Harvey the Oswald? The one that gets me the most, man. And I like, uh, I like a lot of them. I like I, the mob and the CIA make a lot of sense, right? The mob makes sense because you know their ties with his dad. Uh, what he said about the CIA, but the one that gets me, because I always think of like these simple things, like we always make it so complex, is that one where they talk about the Secret Service men accidentally killed them. That one always <laughs> blows my mind because like, I'm like, that makes sense. Like that, you know, Oswald shot and missed and then like the car stops and the the Secret Service on the car behind him has his M16 in hand and boom. Like, how could they explain that? To, they can't tell us that, man. They're like, yeah, we kind of messed up. We accidentally shot the president. <laughs> Our bad. Put our <laughs> yeah, fingers in the gee back there. Yeah. You, come on, Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Yeah. I, I, I know somebody did, but I, I used to always go with the, like, CIA. I was big on the CIA one. But when I heard that theory, I was just like, man, it, why wouldn't it be something stupid like that? You know what I mean? Like, it... it it just reminds me of like when I'm having problems with my equipment throughout the years of music and you're just getting frustrated and doing everything and you're like, oh, the switch wasn't turned on. You know what I mean? Like I went through all that chaos of like, man, unplugging everything, replugging it. And then you're like, oh, I didn't turn the power on or oh, this one little thing that I usually turn on, it wasn't on. And I kind of put that into life. You know, I'm like, well, I know there's crazy things, but I think sometimes it's not as crazy as we think. But they like us to think that because then we could go wild with our imaginations and we don't ever get to come to the real conclusion sometimes. You're describing it in some ways Occam's razor, which is that mantra of, you know, whatever the simplest explanation is, is usually the most correct. Although I, I got to say, I do have issue with that mantra. A lot of people say it. And I think just because it sounds like a smart thing, like an old dude said it way back when, yeah. but it also, it's like, that's how frame frame jobs work too, right? It's like, oh, well, the knife's right there and it had the fingerprints on it and the body's right there. And there's like a, pa let's go 9-11, right? Like, oh, the passport's right there. It's unscathed. Here's the black box. I mean, closed shut case, right? There's no reason to look further into this. Everything's laid out on the table. And if you if you make sure that you leave all of your sort of threads like that, so it's nice and it all makes a nice little package, I don't know, like it, it just 
if you put it up on a platter for detectives and for the public as a whole, they'll be like, all right, yeah, we'll buy that. Even if, even if they don't, you know what I mean? You have to be a critical thinker for sure to have that philosophy, in my opinion, like, because I start with the, the, the small because it's easier for me. Like I don't do it necessarily because I don't take anything. I also don't rule anything out, but you are right. Like when you're dealing with the masses, like a lot of times if you give them only, they're like, all right, man, thanks for making it easy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm gonna. Put- they were angry at our <laughs> yeah. freedom. Yeah, yeah, it checks out. But then, like to me, see, like, I, what, like if you really explore it, though, that's the surface level. But it's still like logical because you're like, okay, like it's probably like a drone plane. Like that's like that's. So I started like, hey, well, let's hear their story. And I'm like, wait a second, you're telling me these guys that like sucked at flight school, like did this like crazy loop-de-loop that like the most trained pilots. That's what always made me feel weird about the Oswald thing because I'm like, no way, Oswald, like so many different snipers and like obviously I'm not a sniper, but I'm going to take the word of like multiple people that said like, man, I, I there's no way he could make that shot. Like I have to take their word for it, obviously, but I do agree with you though. Like I think if you just stay at that, it can't always be. I think that it's a good starting point for me. You know what I mean? Like, and I, and I don't mind people doing the opposite way. Some people like to go with the more fantastical verse. And I think at the end of the day, you get two people that talk that way and then you meet in the middle and you're like, you know what? It's going to be a mix up. To me, it's always going to be a little, it's like when you hear an argument with two friends, right? You know, the ones that be like, man, I didn't do nothing, bro. Like I was just like, man, he just came and hit me. And you're like, he just came and hit you. Like, you know, and then he's like, no, man, I just feel like they're both going to tell the story that they're, you know, the the hero or like they're the victim, whatever they want to make it look like. And usually it's that little middle ground, like, oh, okay, I hear a little bit of this guy's story, talking to other people. You find like, yeah, you guys were kind of both at fault. You know what I mean? You guys were both drinking, you one talk crap, and then you want to said that one took it personal, and boom, boom, boom. I mean, is it still going on in daily life uh, at 40? Are you still breaking up fights between friends over? Oh, no, no, not anymore. No, yeah. Like this, this is more like 20s. Now it's like, I just kind of like really define my circle now. I don't really, uh, I mean, I'm 40 now. Yeah. Like you said, like I just kind of just keep it cool, man. I go with like hang out with like, I got my couple buddies I hang out with and then I chill with my family. Like, you know, I mean, I'm cool with people like, but it's hard, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause you go out and like, I don't want to be involved in like, cause me, like I'm a happy person. I don't like people bringing that in. A lot of that negative stuff was like growing up, like between, especially like 18 to like 23. Oh man. Just. And it's not that people are bad, but it's just like, man, you just get to some bad situation. <laughs> How do you blend that? How do you blend, you know, like wanting to be positive and high energy, but then also maybe talking about like Oklahoma City and 9-11 and like, you know, Israel and, and uh, Hamas for two hours? Like, how do you how do you like how do you juggle it personally? Uh, for me, it's just like being able to go and uh, hang out with my my family, man. Like I got my daughter like I'm hyped. My daughter like. My daughter's coming out here in two weeks. Uh, she just turned 21, you know, and we're going to go watch a, a Raiders game. That's our thing. Like, a lot of people ask me, too, like, hey, how could you watch football? And I'm like, it's just like, for me, it's like the bond where I get to do with my family. Like, you know what I mean? The game is cool, but it's the bond of like, hey, we're going to go to all the family's going to get together. We're going to grill some up, maybe have a beer or two and just all talk and have a good time and good vibes. Like, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. Like, we might be, like, cheering for it because it it gives you just this good energy. But at the end of the day, I'm fulfilled. And I think that's what keeps me positive is that I feel blessed and fortunate that I have, like, a good uh, cast of characters around me. You know what I mean? My circle is strong. And 
no matter what happens to me, they got my back, you know, and I love that. Would you get into a fight over football at this point? Oh, I've, no, I'm, even when I was younger, I never got into no? football. Nah. Because to me, it's like silly, man. I'm like, man, they ain't pay me. <laughs> like, I like them and everything. And like, what I usually do is like, I'm just a jokester at heart. Like, I really, I'm only going to fight. Even when I was younger, I'm just like, unless it's like a necessity. Like now, sometimes when you're younger, you're at parties and then fists are just flying. You're just hitting just to get out. You know what I mean? But nowadays, I'm like, dude, I'll be tired. So if I miss you. And I like if I swing and I miss, I'm going to be huffing and puffing. I'm like, you know what I mean? And then <laughs> yeah, to take it to that. Shot. Yeah. So I'm just like, let me just usually I try to do it with a joke like uh, this one time, uh, this dude, you know, like there's these UFC guys in California. They go to the UFC gym. We call them UFC guys and they wear the UFC shirt. And then like this was like five, six years ago. I was still in California and he was just going around everybody at the bar. And he was like, he was big dude, man. I'm six feet. He was like six, three, six, four. Big dude. Like probably like a good. 250, 260, and he was just like telling everybody, I'll knock you out. I'll knock you out. He came up to me. I'm smoking a cigarette outside. And he's like, hey, man, I'll knock you out, man. Like, just he's just a tough guy. And I was like, hey, you're right. You might knock me out. But let me tell you this. As soon as you swing to knock me out, I'm going to throw up all over you. And he was like, what? I said, yeah, bro, you knock me out. I get up. I get another drink. You got to throw up on you. You got to go home. <laughs> he left me alone. He gave me the blank, blank stare. Like he looked like, and I was looking at him like I'm dead serious. Like, bro, I will barf all over you right now. <laughs> you can only pull that out of out of the deck so many times, though. Yeah, well, because then there's just crazy people that don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like the the crazy bum. Like you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk away from this guy. He's <laughs> he's in his own world, bro. He's he might think I'm like I'm an alien. You know what I mean to him? So. You got any crazy backstage or like a studio uh, stories that you could tell? Hmm. Probably it's all mm, not really crazy. I mean, like all of them were like, I, like I said, I'm kind of like a, a party. I was always a party animal slash outlaw type person. Like, so I don't know. There's a lot of like heavy drinking <laughs> and like stuff like that. But I don't think anything necessarily crazy. Like, I've seen a lot of crazy stuff in general, like, you know, people getting just knocked out, like, you know, fights and stuff like that. Usually for the dumbest things. That's why I always thought it was crazy. I'm like, man, what are they arguing over? Like, half the time I didn't even know. And I was like, nothing like in particular with anybody. I mean, I remember this night that uh, uh, a Mortal Technique uh, and then we're like fighting this dude for like selling, <laughs> selling their shirts. Well, he, allegedly, he blocked me and got mad because he was like, he sent me the article. He was like, I didn't hit nobody. And like, I guess he got acquitted, my bad. But I was there, man. So I don't know. <laughs> but some dude was selling his shirts and uh, allegedly something happened to him. <laughs> does, that, does that make a mortal technique uh, a capitalist? I know, right? That's what I said. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what if he was selling those shirts to feed his family? What's going I, on now? Isn't that kind of funny how that happens? And he was, he swears up and down that now that he didn't do anything. But I know for sure his boys went up to him and it, like he got roughed up now i don't know how much because i didn't watch the whole thing but yeah we'll, we'll see that like capitalist uh moral technique man always keeping the man down you know <laughs> <laughs> you got you got any favorites from back then like any other like was a mortal technique a favorite or was the, was he just another guy on the circuit or what I mean, he was cool like i thought he was up there i mean uh my favorite's always like i'm a big black thought guy from the roots i love thurston howell uh, ghost face has always been killer for me, man. Like, uh, no pun intended, <laughs> like, woo. Like I, I was all over the place, man. Like, 
Uh, System of Down, huge influence on me. I love System of Down, man. I can't, I never could get enough of them. Yeah, I would say like there's a tons of people. I could go on forever. MF Doom, man. Like, cause it's you a Swifty. It, a Swifty? Yeah, you a Swifty? Oh, all day, man. You know what I'm saying? Like Travis Kelsey, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm like, uh, that's <laughs> my thing. <laughs> She's I don't understand her music, man. That that, that stuff kind of is just stale for me. Like I can't like even country. I'm not a big country guy. Like it's not for. I try. Like my brother listens to it. I'm just. What about like, Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash, I'll play, but I kind of consider him more rock. So. <laughs> oh, is that just so you can say that you don't like country? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, but big. I mean, there's some country that's cool, like you know, older school. But like some of this pop country, like it's not bad. I'm just saying, I wouldn't like. I'll listen to it if someone else puts it on, but I wouldn't put it on myself. It's like some David Allen Co. Uh, meets uh, who, who's the dude that twerks on the devil? I forgot his name. Oh, uh, <laughs> Lil Nas X. <laughs> yeah, Lil Nas X and a David Allen Co. remix would be pretty sick. That'd be pretty sick, man. Like I'll, I'll listen to it. See, see him grinding on David Allen Co. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be. That. People get so upset, man. Like I always just go, like, just don't watch it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like six nine, people are like, man. You know he's a snitch and this and that. I'm like, you know that every time you talk about him, like now somebody else looked into him. You know what I mean, like maybe you should just stop. Like, but you people push this stuff that they hate, and I'm like, all you're doing. That's why I'm hoping someone hates me so much so I could get that extra push. You know what I mean? <laughs> Once you get someone to hate you so much, where they're talking about you all the time, you're like, look at Trump, man. That's how he got in. <laughs> yeah, but also if if you uh, aren't if you're not taking like a really strong stance on something and claiming to be the authority or an expert on something, usually people don't even buy. It's almost like in, in battle rap is another good example that this was like a weird dynamic, but I had it explained to me. I, I think I've mentioned this before, but uh, this is, this is the tale of Lord have mercy from flip mode squad. The way that it was told to me, I think this was uh, from Chi King who was, he was like a Wu Tang sort of like uh, affiliate out on the outskirts. But um, he was telling me how Lord Have Mercy was fairly big because he's right there next to Bust the Rhymes and he's in flip mode and you know the, they they've got uh, a whole squad kind of together and he can keep riding that. But he went online and he started doing these internet battle raps and the problem was that he just kept getting smoked like over and over and over by just some randos in their bedrooms. You know what I mean? Like before SoundCloud, this is like yeah. MySpace was the big place and he was getting hammered by MySpace rappers. And uh, and at a certain point, it was almost like, uh, and no, I mean, no shade here because I actually love Lord Have Mercy. He had the, the one of the sickest tracks ever on the Lyricist Lounge Volume Two, I think. Um, him and uh, DV Alias Christ, I can't remember the exact name of it, but anyway, anyway it's Holy Water. Holy Water is the name of it. Oh but, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about yeah. now, right? Yes. So. Uh, so he, and after he gets the smoke, but he's explaining this to me and he's like, there's really no reason at all that a battle rapper would ever want to rap someone that's like on their same level or lower than them because there's nothing to gain from it and there's everything to lose from it. Because if you win, everyone's like, well, of course you won, you know, like, why are you even wasting your time? But if you lose, now it's like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's there's really no reason. And then there was a certain types of rappers that just understood that. And even more that was just like, I'm just never going to battle rap again. I'm just going to put out albums because there's really no reason, especially if you don't care about the battle rap culture and you just care about Spotify plays. Like, who who cares? You know what I mean? Like the bat, the results of the battle rap and the energy in the room doesn't make it to Spotify, right? That's 
it doesn't even make it outside of that room. Like they would have to redo it in like eight mile and then it loses all that energy. And that's what I had to learn, man. Like the hard way. Cause I love, cause I started out as a B-boy. Like I break dance first, you know, got into graffiti. I was into like, all the elements. All right, like, we're gonna, oh. we're gonna, we're gonna be boy, and we're gonna do graffiti right now. <laughs> Ready, set, go. go. <laughs> I was, I was the worst at graffiti though, and I was not a good break dancer. But I love the culture. Like for me, it was just like it was awesome, man. It was like camaraderie. You know what I mean? Like it was just like every we were, we were like against the system, but we weren't really like it was like against it. It was a weird, and I think that's why I'm in this space because even at that time, like. We were like, oh, they're the backpack. So we weren't street enough, but we weren't good enough. Like the cops didn't like it. So it's like, man, why? Man, they don't like it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're getting the gangs mad at you and you're getting the cops mad at you. You're like, man, this is, this is can I get it on the side? And that's where I kind of found the middle and like made another, a lot of understanding. But I will say, man, at least like the gangsters, you could talk reason to them most of the time. Cops, not so much. <laughs> where th- this is going to sound random, but I swear it's related. So in, in this moment when it's like, you know, you're, you're not in any particular group that's accepted, kind of like the, these outsiders. Is there brand loyalty? Are there people that are like, yeah, Newports are my jam or Phillies are my jam or, you know, like I got to have yeah. white owls all the time. Oh, yeah. Swisher well, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. well, so that, that always fascinates me, too. And sometimes it'll go to like clothing, too. It'll be like, oh, I always got to have the Jordans or I've always got to have the you know, Echo or FUBU or, or like, you know, NYC or whatever the, the thing is. But it's so weird, man, because you've got like this, this spiritual or like backpack rap. It's all consciousness. And let's talk about elevating. But then it's also like, yeah, I'm going to drop $80 on the NYC yeah. jersey or that Dada jersey, right? Yeah. Got to get the new, the new balances. You know what, what is I mean? that, though, man? It's, it's so weird. And, and, and I understand too that if you don't do that, it's almost like, what are you PM Dawn now? What are you going to wear Birkenstocks and like yeah, yeah. hair up? Or, but but it's it's it was harder, I guess, uh, at least '90s, early 2000s, to not kind of like stick into one of those different molds. Yeah, you kind of. It's weird. I think it's just uh, maybe it's like follower instincts, like like some kind in some way to like we want to identify as a group. Maybe like you know what I mean. I don't know particular, but you are absolutely right. Like. I know dudes that were like that, this hip, super hip hoppers and like they had the hats on the side, man, the special hat, the Nike hat or Adidas, like all drenched in Adidas jumpsuit or a Nike jumpsuit. You know what I mean? The brand new kicks. But like you said, it's it was, like, yo, screw the system. Yeah. But <laughs> you're like, man. when that was like 220 bucks, man, like, you know what I mean? like you're wearing 220 bucks and you're like, you're, you're feeding into it, but they couldn't see that. And you um, bought it from Foot Locker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And see, for me, it worked out because I didn't have the money for that. And I just always found I had to find ways. Like, I remember people used to make fun of me because I, for a while, I would try to find my style. Like, through the, just before Macklemore and all that, like, thrift stuff, you know, thrift stores were big. And people were like, we try to find our own little styles. Like, but for me, it was more like, man, this is cheap. You know what I mean? I don't have to, I don't have to spend a lot of money because I didn't got a lot of money. And, like, I barely finally got my first pair of Jordans because my daughter's like... Uh, ironically she's super into brands and stuff and i've always not really i've never really cared like i'm just like eh, whatever man like it's my shoes as long as my feet don't hurt i really don't care and then she's like no i gotta get you some jordans and she got me some jordans and they're cool like i had to get like inserts and everything because i was like man they're this much and my feet look tired and like, <laughs> yeah man it's, it's not about comfort man it's just about the outside I see. Of it. <laughs> and i was always about comfort and the thing that sucked though is that because I wasn't like that, like a lot of times I would go to these parties, like sweatshirts and sweatpants and like everybody else is all decked out. And even though I could be better than a lot of people, when it would come to it, people would be like, yeah, man, you still got the look. And I'm like, 
sports guy. It was so rough, man. Like I didn't under like I understood it, but like it made me so mad. I was so for a long time, I was like so stubborn, like, no, man, I'm gonna do it my way. And then like now I kind of like understand like I have to have some kind of like look, I you gotta guess. make it for I mean, and this isn't like advice, but th- this is what we're talking about. The dynamic that you're talking about is having to make it convenient for other people to just look at you, form an opinion, and then you can like meet that expectation or yeah. exceed the expectation or subvert it, but you got to do it consciously. So if you just walk into the party, I mean, I mean, I guess you could go into the party and if it was just like the best rap that anyone's ever heard and you got stains all over your shirt and then you immediately pass out like maybe <laughs> like that event. But if, but if that's like the thing that you do every time, then it doesn't work as well. Right. And it's, it's not scalable. And it's not, yeah, and I also, because I call it my DMX theory, right? Uh, a long time ago, I had DMX album when it first came out, and I would show people it, and they were like, ah, Is this, man, uh, It's tra- Dark and Hell is Hot? Yeah, it, it was trash, man. Oh, that, that, and as soon as it was on BT and MTV, everybody, literally three months later, like two, two, three months later, man, you heard of DMX? Man, I tried to show you the album. And that, <laughs> like, I was like 12, 13 years old or something, and I was like, oh, okay, so people can't like something until other people like something. You know what I mean? Like you kind of start noticing that. And that's where the branding and marketing come into play of a look. But I just was so against it for so long. And it probably hurt me more, you know, like career wise, like because I was so against it. Like I was just like, I, I don't know. I just re- and I and I started slowly like people were with me. But then they're like, man, you know, man, being broke is not the best. You know, I'm like, no, nah, man, but we're going to be the best, man. Like we'll get money. Like we'll figure it out. Like I, 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 fi- I figured out the hard way that you kind of like. It's hard to go away from the system without using the system. <laughs> Everyone always likes to say that, like, oh, we'll just we'll figure it out a way, man. We'll just grind, we'll just hustle. But man, some of the things that you gotta end up doing, it's like, yep. is this really better than just going and being <laughs> yeah. a telemarketer for eight hours a day? And just I don't know, man. Hey, so I want to ask you the kill the mockingbirds. Where's this name come from? Are you out there shooting birds? Is that what's going on? <laughs> no, well, I, I started in 2020. And the whole reason I started the podcast was because like I couldn't get anything on Facebook. Everybody was so divided. I started it around 2020 after like the George Floyd stuff. And like just trying to talk to people about things. It was just like you couldn't really have a real conversation. And I was I've always been like big against the CIA, like the MK Ultra program. So I was like Operation Mockingbird and like this Mockingbird media, like they're the ones that are dividing us during the pots or misleading us. So I feel like we should pick them off and get rid of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kill them by like creating something new that outpowers them. So you're, you're anti project mockingbird and anti MK ultra. 100%. You don't, you don't think anything good came out of either of those? I mean, possibly, but I mean, I had, I mean, it, not for me. <laughs> I mean, like I'm sure the government got some really great stuff out of it. Uh, is there possibilities? Sure. But like, not for me, you know what I mean? Like they want to play like, to me, it's just about manipulating the human mind and getting us to just think we're plebs and we're never going to be anything more than that. And that we just need to be these cogs in the system. And that's what I think they're trying to like understand the human brain and really manipulate us. Is it is it bad for someone to want to understand the human brain? And then if you find out like little quirks and you know cheat codes and secrets, it's is one it of those? Is it bad good, to use that? I think it's I think it's good and bad, right? Like I, I can't say everything's all bad because obviously there could be 
some useful things on it, but it's like whose intentions. And then it's like, what are intentions? You know what I mean? Like people may mm-hmm. want to do good with it, but I mean, it's, it's, it's up. It could be up for the discussion, but I think it's interesting. Like, I mean, I think I kind of do it. We kind of do it as podcasters and observing like different things that go on in the media and different, you know, trends. So I'm sure we're doing a form of it as long as you're not to me, like hurting anybody, I guess it's not really anything wrong. If you go into a Vegas casino and you're counting cards and you're just like cleaning house, is there anything wrong with that? No. (laughs) Let's say you go, you go to the homie's house and no one knows that you know how to count cards and you just clean house at your friend's house every time for, you know, for like months straight. Is there anything wrong with that? I mean, it's your good friend. Yes, yeah, your good friend, but good, really good friends. Like your then, I would say friend. yes, definitely, because like that loyalty, you should like be cherishing your circle and not want to do people in your circle dirty. Now, I understand it may be wrong to do that to casino as well, but at least I don't know the casino. If you're stealing from people you don't know, is like, it stealing I, though? Is it stealing? Yeah, that's true. If you're man. if you're actually winning the card, like you're not swipping swatching cards out or anything, like you're, you're just counting them. Weeks, you just you just oh, know how to count cards and you're just running game every single time and just taking all the money. No, nah, then I guess no. You, I mean, you're not cheating, right? You're just you created a system that's better than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you take steroids and you're are you better than everybody else? No, not necessarily. You still have to work I, I, hard. That's a way better example, actually. Let's say let's say that you're like you're out there, uh, I don't know, I guess like a baseball team or something. Let's say boxing. You you mentioned boxing a little bit earlier. So you're going up against someone else in your weight class and like, you know, no steroids are allowed, but then you start juicing and you just like rack up, you know, the, the, the body weight and like the, the muscle immediately before this fight, specifically because of the steroids. And now you're just going to like possibly beat them to a pulp. Is that like, is there anything wrong with that? Or is that fair? Because I personally find it fair because it doesn't define the skill. Right. Baseball, football, boxing, UFC, you can get in those rings, you can get on those fields and you can be the biggest person. That doesn't mean you're going to win because it's still technique. Right. And skill. So I think it only takes you so far. Now, I personally don't think that 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 uh, people should ban that. I think that let them do what they do, because it does not guarantee you to be the best. Do you think there should be a separate like steroids league and a non steroids or just mix it all together? Just. Hey, if you, as long as you know and you have the choice, hey, do you want to do steroids? You don't want to do steroids? At least you know that the other person's juicing too or they're not and you are. You know what I mean? Either way, as long as it's up on the table, I don't see no problem with it. To me personally, what if, uh, they use all this stuff anyways, like all these different growth hormones. It's like you're using it anyway. So what's the difference really? So I got, <laughs> this is a crazy hypothetical. <laughs> all right, just bear with me. So you got like some baseball. Let's say, let's just go with like Barry Bonds, right? Barry Bonds keeps going. He, like, even right now, let's say he keeps going up to the plate. He's getting old as hell. And, uh, like, everybody knows that he's going to kill himself doing this. Like, he keeps, like, he, he just injects right before he goes to take a swing at bat. And, like, the veins are coming out. Maybe veins are popping. And it just, it looks horrible. And it's almost like you're watching him, you know, do this stuff to himself just for the entertainment of everyone. But he keeps on doing it. Are you still like, yeah, keep like, keep going, keep pushing yourself or, or do you feel bad at any point and be like, yo man, stop, you know, like we've, we've had enough. I think that for me, it's on them 
right? Yeah. He wants to continue to do it. That's <laughs> up to him, bro. Like he could stop. Libertarian, yeah. You know what I mean? He could stop at any time he wants. It's not up to me, man. Like that's his life. I mean, if he was my friend, I would be like, hey, man, you might want to stop, but if he, I'm not going to force him to stop. It's not my job to force you to stop. I'll give you some information and say, hey, I think you shouldn't, but hey, you do you, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, uh, I got a couple other questions for you, but I think this is a good time to segue into a couple other, uh, like some more specific questions. Cause I want to just get your temperature on a few different things. I've been, I've been holding back cause you said a few things that I wanted to poke at. So this is my chance to poke at it. So here we go. Hey, conspiracy buffs. I double dare you to take some PCP, the paranormal conspiracy probe on your marks, get set and go. All right. Flat earth. Where you at? I want a zero to ten rating. Zero means it's it's complete BS, and ten means you're convinced of it. I'm at a five. You're at a five on flat Earth. All right. Yeah. Dinosaurs. I'm gonna say I'm about a seven. Shape shifting reptilians. I had to say like about. I'll give that a four. Bigfoot. I'll go with an eight, man. Yeah, pretty pretty big <laughs> hip hop Illuminati. I'm gonna say a nine, but it's a little bit different than what people think. Angels. I'm gonna say nine. Demons. Nine. Uh Jesus. Nine. Are we talking Borgia Jesus? I mean that Jesus existed. I don't know. Uh, what, what, <laughs> what about uh, like a devil, like a single like Satan devil? I, I'm going to go with two. Uh, do you think you get punished uh, in the afterlife based on like what you did in this life? I think a one. Do you think you get punished in this life through like some kind of like an actual karmic system? Like if if you're bad and you never get caught slipping, something bad still happens to you. I'll give that a four, partially believe it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, where you at on 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 9-11 being uh orchestrated by terrorists? Middle Eastern oh, terrorists. Zero. <laughs> Oklahoma City and Tim McVeigh. As like, far he as he did it. As, as far as he was a lone by wolf. Himself? By himself, Lone Wolf did it. Zero. Uh let's see. What about aliens? Nine. What about Bigfoot and aliens? Like, are they Nine. are they working together? Nine. I don't know. I think I think Bigfoot's a multitude of things. I don't think Bigfoot's one thing. I think there's like multitude layers of Bigfoot. All right, we'll get into that. You think Alistair Crowley ever summoned a demon? Absolutely. I give that a ten. <laughs> Do you think that uh that putting messages in reverse on an album? does something like if, if you go and you like play you know the record backwards and it's like all hail satan but if it's playing forward you th- i think it's called backmasking you think backmasking actually works i'll give it a three possibility do you think disney has uh intentional built-in mk ultra mind control programming i'd say to an extent so like a six i'll change the the backwards playing two to six because it's kind of like I'm right there in the middle. Like I know there's there's stuff. I don't know how much it really works. Uh, do you think that there's something beyond an Arctic wall? I'll give that a five. 
If there is one, definitely. <laughs> Uh, I want to I want to ask you more about uh, the the reptilians first, just because you gave it a fairly high answer, and then I want to talk about Bigfoot. But but I want to start with reptilians. What's your like? If someone asks you if you believe in shape shifting reptilians, where do you go? Like, what are you actually thinking of in mind when you hear that? When I think that, I think of more cryptidish. You know what I mean? Like, I think like they're if. My thoughts on it, there's layers of them. Like, I don't think that every single politician's a shape-shifting lizard, even though it's hilarious to say it because they're so squirmy and stuff. I think that there is this underbelly. I'm a big like proponent. I I'm, love Hollow Earth, man. This the idea of it, seeing like all these different like news stories and actual like under like lake lakes under the water, all these caverns, like these under underground forests. And I'm like, if there's this underground world, like what better thing to run it than a lizard person? <laughs> do you do you just like the idea? Or do you think that the it's plausible? I love the idea. I would say that anything's plausible, but yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think they're what we think they are, right? Like, I think it's not necessarily like just a lizard. Like, I I believe in shape shifting. Like, maybe you could shape shift, but it's like hard for me to say because I haven't seen it. Like, I believe in the idea. So sometimes I'm like, am I just wanting it to be? You know what I mean? Or is it actually... What about when you, like, you see one of the videos and everyone's like, look at the eyes, look at the eyes. And they like they go straight it's, for a second. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I see that stuff, but I also know that like video sucks, man. Like, and same thing, like when you're talking about the like backwards records, I've played my stuff backwards and I didn't say anything. I guess you could say like maybe an entity was in the room with me, but like, it's also like you put that words in their head. Like they're like, see, he said devil. Like, but if nobody said devil, like you wouldn't hear that. But once someone says what it says, like, like with this uh, Jay Z famous one, six, six, six. But like until he said six, 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 I didn't hear anything. So rah, 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 rah. like, you know what I mean? Just backwards talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that that one's always hard for me too. It's like the uh, the the white and gold or the black and blue dress, and where people so I know just like train themselves to see a certain <laughs> thing. And so there's a possibility to it for sure. I just can't, I can't say absolute, you know what I mean? But I love the ideas of it. I think it's hard for me to like, just like pin myself down because I really don't know, man. Like everything is like, man, someday some, someone could prove to me the earth is flat. You know what I mean? Someday someone could show me a reptilian. I don't know, but I love the ideas and I know that there's endless possibilities in this world. So how are you at eight on Bigfoot? Because you did mention that it was like the first thing that caught your eye that, that got you into, I guess, paranormal stuff. But you're still an eight after all this time. How How's that so? I think because I thought of it differently now, right? Like now you can like, now maybe just my mind and getting older at first, you know, I'm like, man, there's this ape like creature just like makes sense. It could just be roaming around. Maybe it's like a ancient ape or an ancient orangutan or like a mix of orangutan gorilla who knows right and then when you start thinking of like you see all these bigfoots and orbs around them and then you start seeing bigfoots and dogmen coming around like these uh high uh, these particle accelerators you know what i mean it seems like everywhere so then i'm like well if there is a bigfoot they could also be from another dimension and i've been into this real thing of like um like mergers of dimensions, right? Like, or mergers of realities where I saw this movie, I can't remember what it's called, but they 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 put these glasses on and, and they were in a desert. And when they put the glasses on, the humans could see the whole world. And it kind of like goes, uh, it made me start thinking like, what if like we're constantly having these points 
of where the world is like kind of like little either whether the particle colliders or the reasons or some kind of energy is being harvested. It's like colliding these two dimensions together. So we see these glimpses and maybe things come over from that, whether that be a portal or maybe that's just these two dimensions crossing over for just a little bit, whether it's the sun at a certain degree or like I said, the energy you're bringing. And once you have one of those, I know for a fact the government's going to try to make their own. So that's why I'm like, there has to be so many different layers of Bigfoot. I guess that's why I'm still so much on it. So he could just be like a like a spirit or interdimensional ghost, or he could be anything. So if you if you cast a wide net, then you'll throw Bigfoot in there as an eight. But then you also, I think you said a two for demons. So no, I where, said nine for demons. I said a, a two for the devil. Oh, okay. Oh, so explain explain the difference to me. Because uh, like a demon, like I think like a demon is entities that are like supposed to like, and, and in the devil, you could say like, I just don't think there's one like particular like head guy. You know what I mean? I think that a lot of times my belief is that like when you die, right? Like we're all energy and our energy goes back into the earth. Now, if you die and you had a, a po- like a positive life, when I say a positive life, meaning like you had a good family, like, you know, you loved your family, you had a lot of love in it. And I feel like when you die, that energy goes back into the world. And that's more like angelistic not, or good, a good spirit or whatever you'd want to say, right? And I think vice versa, like when you have so much tension, and I don't even think necessarily demons are bad, but I think it's like when you've had all these things that you couldn't work through or couldn't grow through on the earth, it just, that tension comes around the world, you know, and it, and it fills us up. And that's why I think we have these times of like strife and then sometimes of where it's like not, you know, good. And I think it's just how we perceive it. And if we could perceive it that way and kind of keep us and like knowing that there is these tensions that, you know, are coming around maybe from people dying. Now, again, that's just me thinking that. I don't know if that's for sure, but it, it just made sense to me one day. I was like, you know, all these people die and it seems like everybody's so intense and like so stressed out. And I'm like, well, where's that energy going? It's going to go back to us. And then like the world becomes more stressed out. Yeah, like like someone's entire life, it just converts back into energy, and then it turns into like a TikTok dance that you're watching on your iPhone. Yeah. That's where that's where Grandpa's at. He's now yeah, TikTok he's right in Korea. He's Korean TikTok <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with Kim Jong Un. <laughs> I you I think you rated a like an actual Jesus Christ uh, higher than a five too, right? So like, yeah, I uh, I did a seven or eight. I think seven or eight. So you think but that it was, it's it's one single person that lived at some point, or do you think it's like an amalgamation of people? Um, I think that it was a person, but I think um, the characteristics sometimes, like some of the stories, are mixed. I think there was an actual person, but now is the lure of that being mixed with a bunch of other stuff very possible? You know what I mean? Well, let me let me ask it in another way too. Like it it doesn't just have to be Jesus, but you think that there was like uh like a savior that could perform miracles and bring people back from the dead and cure, you know, blindness without just knowing magic or not magic, but just knowing a like, you know, herbology or, or like, you know, pharmacia. But like, did they actually have some kind of a divine touch? Like only one? Uh, well, I guess just, I, I mean like magic to the point where I think they just be like the dude knew how he just knew that like that opium poppy would, you know, have this effect on someone. I think there's a like good. And I think there is like, and that's why I said, I don't know if it's a Jesus and a devil, but I do think that there's a capability that we have to like heal ourselves. Like just 
you know, fasting and, and doing things like that heals us. So I'm sure that there's these other things of our brain that are shut off now, right? We're, we're not tapped into these other primal instincts that we had. I don't know if it's just one person that had those abilities. I think there may have been multiple people of that. And the stories we hear, maybe it's told as one person because we're not to know how powerful we could be. Do you think there's an antichrist? Uh, I think that that there's a bunch of hype for it. I think the humans want the end of the world since the beginning of the world. (laughs) Yeah, why do you think why do you think people want the end of the world? Just to be right? I, I think so. I think it's just like also some of it's like, you know, to push people into a direction like you're like, hey man, if you don't do this thing, the world's gonna end. I think it's like give them purpose because they can't really find anything else. Like everybody wants to always say it's like revelation. You know how many people have, t- have told me that it's revelations time right now? And I'm like, bro, like to me, revelations is represents like the Romans. Like if you just hear how it talks about it, you're like, dude, they're talking about chariots or talk like it's Roman empire falling, which if it did or fall, that's a different argument. But I'm saying like, to me, that's what revelations was. But I think there's this fascination with the end of time because it gives people purpose because they can't follow something I guess they need this whole like punishment. Like I've always thought I would laugh at the idea of like this hell, like, oh, you you don't do the right things that you don't quite know what the right things are. You're going to this place that they're going to torture you. And I'm like, what? Like, and no one's going to like, I'm supposed to guess like this whole time. Like what's the right thing? What's not the right thing? Like, I know some things we kind of like, yeah, murdering is not great, but there's some things it's like, you don't know. You're like, so this is bad. And like, yeah, it's bad. What do you on the fence about that you think shouldn't be bad, but people say is bad? Oh, like, you know, it's drugs, like, like uh, drinking. Like, I don't, I don't think that's like, you know, people think that that makes you unpure. And I'm like, why though? Like, because you don't do it. Like, I'm not judging you for not doing that. And then I'm like, well, you do other things that are drugs, whether it be, uh, you know, drinking soda or certain foods that people eat. I'm like, why is this one different? You know what I mean? Like, why does it so God's or the one that I really dislike is when religion, different sectors of religion are like, well, this is the right one. And if you're not this one, then you're not going. I'm like, what? Like I always tell the Jehovah's Witnesses when they come to my door and they'll be like, I'm like, isn't only 500,000 people supposed to go to heaven? Maybe you shouldn't tell me because I might take your spot, man. Like, <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? like, <laughs> you ever thought of that? <laughs> or maybe they're just they're just putting their thumb on the scale and they're trying to like tell everyone else to join. But then they give you like one little wrong the direction. <laughs> That could be. It's a whole game. Give They're the like, wrong man. answer to the test, just just so the teacher will scale it differently. They said go left, man. Whoa, this is hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, do you have a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses that come by, dude? Because I honestly, my just a pro tip: don't even answer the door because even by answering the door, they'll put like a little check next to your name and they'll give it to like the next you know guy that's in charge of that area, and they'll just always come to your house every time. I know I learned it the hard way, man. Like uh, uh, back in the days I used to have in California, there's a lot of that going on there where there was and that and also those like um, I forget, it was called like a harvest or something. But there was all these like Christian dudes that would be like, man, they tricked us like one time. Like so we'd, they'd be like, yeah, man, you guys want to break dance? We're like, yeah, we love break. we're doing a little thing. We're like, oh, man, we're all hype. We're going to be on a stage. People are watching us. And then I swear, I kid you not, man, it was like slow motion for me. I just seen the doors go. And they're like, now we're going to talk about Jesus. And then they were like, do you want to be saved? And I'm like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like 13 years old, like, bro. Like, and then I was like, because 
uh, I was raised Catholic and I was like, Cat I was like, well, I'm Catholic, you know, and that's what I told them. They're like, that's not the right one. Like they didn't say it like yeah. that, but they were like, they were basically telling me like, you're the wrong one. And I'm like, and that threw me through a loop. And honestly, I was already questioning religion when I was learning in history. Who, who was the, what, what denomination was this it, that said you were the wrong one? It was Christian, but like, it was like, yeah, like Protestant, I just, Lutheran, Baptist. I don't know, man. I just know it was Harvest Church. I don't know what Harvest Church was. Okay. Like, uh, but you know, the ones that they like, they have the guitars and they're like, we like, but they're mm -hmm. like, kind of try to be hip. You know what I mean? They're trying to do all the hip things. Like, you know how Catholic church is like all oh, old school and boring. Like you can't have fun. You have to like, they were like, we're fun, man. You know what I mean? I, I'm not sure which one, if that was Protestant or what, but it was one of those denominations, but it really shed a light to me of where I'm like, so you absolutely think you're right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I never absolutely thought I was right on anything. I just like, hey, this is what my parents taught me. Cool. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I like it for the nostalgia of my parents. And you're like saying you absolutely know you're right. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that I felt like I was right at any time. Because because even growing up, I, I was raised Roman Catholic, too. But when I got to experience other churches like Lutheran and probably like all the all the other denominations, I do remember thinking like, Yo, you guys are just wearing sneakers and drinking juice. Like, this isn't serious. Like, like I'm not even allowed to talk for like an hour and a half. And I got to be standing and kneeling and everyone's dressed up and there's bells and there's like gold and stained glass everywhere. And you just put on a clip from Forrest Gump. Like, what is this? You know, this isn't real. And I mean, so and, and that wasn't like a like an air of superiority, but I, I just didn't understand until a while's after that. And I think like Gospel of Thomas or something. And I read, you know, the whole like pick up a stone and I am there or you don't need a church. But go like being raised Roman Catholic for, you know, for over a decade, you come to expect like stained glass and like yeah. gold plated everything. And Real everything wine. else just doesn't look <laughs> it, it doesn't look as fancy, right? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You're just like, hey, what man, is that guy wearing Birkenstocks? Maybe yeah, wearing that church. <laughs> Are you playing Creed right now? What is this? <laughs> Yeah, they do have like they always have that like they, that's what I'm saying. They try to get the youth, and it's just like that's where I really started pushing it back against religion. And personally, uh, like the last 10, 15 years, I got closer to God, but on my own path, what I consider God, like I said, I don't even know what that means. But for a long time, I hated God, man. Like you know, like a lot of family members died when I was young, and like I felt like God, like I felt like He was that, like <laughs> He was after me, like not after me, but I was like, dang, man, like. Good looking out. Like, I'll pray just to cuss them out. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm going to pray just to talk crap to you because, like, I was so <laughs> angry. Like, because, like, you know, you were told all this stuff and it's going to protect you in prayer. And it, I just felt like it failed me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I didn't even do nothing. I was still a kid. Like, I couldn't even do anything wrong yet. So how am I getting punished for this? You know what I mean? Like, my sister died when I, like, when I was 11. My dad died when I was 12. I had, like, um, like, I went to, like, over 20 funerals before I was 18. You know what I mean? So it was hard for me to understand for a long time and, like, have any love towards God. Like, I, I felt like he always existed. I just was, like, pretty pissed. Like, and then I kind of thought of it different. And then I was like, well, now that I'm not thinking of it in a religious perspective and I'm thinking of it as a life lesson and, and growth, it, it just changed my mind on it. And I kind of like understand and, and it feels like better now. Is it the right way? I don't know, but it makes me feel better when I think about it. <laughs> do you, do you think if there's uh let's say there is a, you know, a God, the way that you understand it, at least does it care that you care? 
Probably not. No. Like, would, <laughs> do you care if there's like a if you go outside and you see an ant? Like, would you care whether or not that ant respects you or worships you? Probably not. No. Would, <laughs> well, like if if you did, if you went out there and you were like, that ant should respect me. I think that would make you kind of a weirdo. <laughs> kind of yeah, like, that would be kind real of a psychopath weird. thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think so too. I think it's just that's why I I understand it like if with this whole God and concept of the universe, whatever we want to call it, like it's more to me like, Hey man, here's the playing field, bro. I can't help you. You know what I'm saying? Like just the only things I can help you with is just like, you can talk to me and talking to him through prayer is more just like interlining your own thoughts, right? It's like kind of getting your own understanding of it. And when you kind of, for me, that helped me more than to think like, Oh man, I'm gonna pray. And it's for sure. And, like could have changed things. But now when I do pray, things do change things. But I think that's because of my mindset, right? Because now I'm putting in a different mindset and I'm able to digest it. So if it does go that bad way, I'm already ready to, uh, you know, learn through the lesson and kind of understand what it may be. You're tapping into that, that wicked energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's uh, tapping some of that wicked energy, man. You know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, would would you ever uh, like? Would you ever be open to that uh, as you keep going, or or do you think that like you know lighting candles and doing incantations? I don't know, man. I'm not against it because I mean, I I mean, I like incense. I've had sage before. I've lit sage and like you know let people you know like I I don't know what's good or bad. So I'm like, well, let's test trial it. Like I don't know if I would be it would be dedicated like that. I'm not against it. I just think I'm kind of lazy. You know what I mean? Like I'd be lazy to do it, but. Like if someone was doing it, I mean, and I can understand why someone would think that would bring them good energy and like, and maybe it does. Maybe it's just your mind. You know what I mean? Maybe it's like, whether we say it's God or there could still be a creator. That doesn't mean he has, you know, his finger on all of our posts. Like you said, it's like there's small creatures. We're just inhabiting this big Petri dish that like, you know, that the, a creator created, but then it becomes our energy, right? Like that changes things. So whether it be religion or someone lighting some candles or some sage, it's that mindset maybe that just changes everything. Do you think it's entirely mindset? Like if, if, like if you, you know, kept praying over and over, do you think that's doing anything outside your brain? I think so. It's like, uh, because think about all the self-help stuff, right? They, they, uh, to stop doing things or to learn, you, you, you build yourself up, like not beating yourself down and trying to figure out problems. I think when you're praying though, and expecting for it to be solved without you putting any work, then you're being foolish at that point. So I think it's just training your brain to get ready to work. Right, but do you you think that the the prayer itself is like leaving your personal sphere at any point and like tapping into something beyond that? I think it's a possibility, but I'm not sure. Mm. What uh, what do you think about like the Gnostic uh, view of like there's a like an imperfect demiurge that kind of controls the world and that uh like the the demiurge is the one that's imperfect and everything on this planet is imperfect because of that but then there's like a more perfect i don't know you you must have uh run into this before with all the stuff that you talk about yeah i don't i don't for me personally i think that like there is all this imperfection and maybe there is this to me it's that like once we're in this like consciousness i do believe that we're all consciousness right i feel feel like we're in a vessel and that we're here to try to figure things out like i said i don't really believe in a hell i think that that's something that humans like to push 
to get people in a certain direction. I think we're constantly on this earth to figure out like that next step. And I think when we're in a consciousness level and we're pure consciousness, then there is nothing like nothing matters because we're just part of this world. You know what I mean? There is no like thinking of like, oh man, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. That's like because I'm not leveled up enough yet. You know what I mean? I think once you're that pure consciousness and just energy, I think that's what goes back into the earth. Where's that rapper energy? It's like, yo, I've been leveled up for, for ages. Yo, I'm, I'm 10 times as leveled up as you are. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you got you to gotta get it back up. Uh, you know, you got to practice a little bit. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we're, uh, we're winded up here towards the end. I wanted to see uh, if there's any projects to look out for from you. Any, like, uh, any movies that you want to go and see or <laughs> anything. Like, anything going on that, that you want to recommend on the way out. Well, definitely um, check me out at killthemockingbirds.com. Movies wise, I just, I don't know if yeah, anything. What's like your top three movies if you had to suggest something? Like it, of all time? Yeah, of all time. Well, for sure, if you haven't seen it, you got to see Clockwork Orange, man. That's always, I mm-hmm. love, that's a, a favorite of mine. Um, another one, Book of Eli. Like I said, love Book of Eli. And then I'll go with, I got to go with Step Brothers, man. Got to go funny. I love comedy, man. Got <laughs> to mix it up and have some fun. <laughs> What's the top three 90s albums? 90s albums. Oof, man, putting me on the spot. Um, there's so many good ones. I'm going to go with any genre or just hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Just top, the, the top three that, that come to your mind. I'm going to go with Nirvana. Um, uh, the one with the baby on it. I don't even know which one that was. <laughs> was it self-titled? That Nirvana? I think it was self-titled. With the, yeah, okay. The Nirvana album. Love that album. System of Down. Um, their second one. And I'm going to go with Ghostface. Supreme clientele. Damn Supreme clientele. Okay. All Love right. that album, man. I feel like that's the one that kept Wu alive. You know what I mean? After uh, um, Wu-Tang Forever. Because I was 1999. I, nothing was really dropping. They, I love that album front to back. Have you seen the whole Hulu series? Oh, yeah. I, I, I liked it, man. Some of my friends were hating. Like, oh, I'm like, man, can't have everything you want, man. I don't know. It was good to me. Well, what were they hating over? What, what was missing? You know, it? like they're like, he doesn't really look like this guy or he doesn't. Sound. I'm like, man. They, they did the best they could, bro. I thought it was a good series, man. I loved it. <laughs> I think they did a good job. I mean, me too. At, at first, the the guy that was doing RZA, sometimes the cadence, like you knew he was trying to do the RZA cadence, but mm-hmm. it seems impossible to do it without also sounding kind of silly unless you're actually the RZA doing it, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. But like it grew on me, man. Like, you know, like you said, at first it was something like, I thought they did phenomenal. They told the story great. And it, it was it was good. I liked it. I, I'm a big Wu fan too, though. So, are you you take uh, Meth and Ghostface out? Who the next top two? Oh, Jizza, all the way, man. Jizza, and then I would say Mas- Master Killer. Master Killer, wow, man. Or or maybe oh, Spectre Deck. My bad, Spectre Deck, because he could <laughs> the Rebel Ines. Yeah, I got to go with Rebel Ines. Uh, so. Tell people where to find you, uh, and you know any any other websites that you got going on. Kill the Mockingbird podcast. When when you got like a set schedule to tune into, or yeah, every Thursday drop a brand new episode. I'm actually going to start doing some Instagram lives coming up, being uh, active on that, and I got some projects on the way. I got two new singles coming out, and then and by the end of the year, what's the plan for the Instagram lives? Uh, just breaking down a uh, propaganda. You know what I mean? Uh, deciphering media. Uh, and then, you know, bringing on some crazy guests. I got some other guests coming on to 
talk about some subjects that I don't, I wouldn't say I'm an expert in. I would, I like to bring people in that like are a little bit more expertise on that level. But when it comes to deciphering propaganda, I feel like that's my uh, bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, th- I'm just throwing this out there. You don't got to give me a kickback. Maybe three percent if you really want to. You don't got to give me a kickback. Maybe five percent. Like, <laughs> I, I think 15 percent is a little bit more normal. But uh, dude, like you could do a like a a cipher decipher or a decipher cipher maybe. Keep yourself on your toes, you know, stay sharp, but maybe you just like freestyle whatever is going on. Like if you're doing a I, I thought I've been thinking event. about that. I've been thinking about actually instead of freestyling it, like putting out like uh once a week, twice a week, uh like uh a recap of the news, but through through rhyme. I've been thinking well, about that. I mean, everyone me. memorizes their freestyles anyways, so whatever. <laughs> what is a freestyle anymore? <laughs> yeah. It's I I'm paced out, like E40 says, I'm paced out, man. I don't, I don't rhyme for free. <laughs> all right man so uh so everybody check out sean chris the man with two first names how does that affect life i always wondered about that does it ever even come up or is that just something that i'm fascinated with no actually a lot of people say <laughs> someone even said that to me in a battle man never trust somebody with two first names yeah bro <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah it, it it goes over good like uh People usually call me Chris or Sean, so it like usually someone chooses one of the names. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel when someone calls you like Chris Sean? Oh man, are, are you just like me. you idiot? Or yeah, or is it just... <laughs> well now the yeah now that you have like first it was the Chris Sean, you know the the one from Oakland. Now Chris Sean, freaking <laughs> Blueface's baby mom. So yeah, that wasn't like, uh, creation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't too uh, thrilled about it, but it is Gucci, what it Gucci, is. Louis, Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I could do about it. <laughs> all right well well, i'm gonna to play us out i've got a new project actually here i've got i've got one next to me here apparently this has been getting people taken down off live just holding this up can apparently get you demonetized so monetized demonetized monetized demonetized well this is the uh, hunter biden party pack it'll be on paranoidamerican.com pretty soon i've got i don't know how many i'm gonna make maybe like 30 or 50 or something but i've got a bunch of these and right now and if you're watching this in the future, you could still go to frazzledripfunhouse.com. Check this out. Frazzledrip Funhouse. Enter, if you dare, the world of an animatronic bear whose metallic heart beats with a thirst for justice, a hunger for revenge. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, connoisseurs of the macabre and seekers of the scandalous. Your voracious appetites for chilling narratives are about to be satiated by the heart-stopping, pulse-pounding creation of paranoid American and winged sun comics. Abandoned in the dusty corners of amusement, now awoken in the murk of wickedness perpetrated by an evil elite. This is not your childhood fairy tale, but a macabre dance of vindication, soaked in crimson, a symphony of screams echoing in the dimly lit chambers of malevolence. Be prepared for an onslaught of ghastly gore and titillating terror. A wicked waltz through twisted hallways and blood-stained basements where only the brave dare to tread. Quake at the bear's unyielding pursuit, cackle at the sharp and sardonic one-liners, shudder at the graphic, gratuitous scenes that harken back to the glory days of B-horror flicks. Frazzledrip Funhouse is your ticket to a thrill ride of terror carnival of carnage where the laughs are as loud as the screams uncover the truth beneath the rust and the blood 
And remember, nothing is as it seems. Are you ready to step into the frazzle drip funhouse where the animatronic eyes are always watching and vengeance is a game that everyone can play? Get your backer exclusive cover on Indiegogo. For more information, visit paranoidamerican.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.